Teddy Ruxpin. Bah, no, Space Trucking. Yeah. Really? It sounded like the Wario's Castle music from Super Mario Land 2. Anyway, we're Hack the Dino. When we're not busy <laughs> thumping on the table and making all loud sounds, so you turn off this podcast real quick. Uh, we are talking about video games past, present, and future, uh, as well as many other things, like what really was the best decade for games? We talk about our retro challenge. We do talk about the retro challenge, and I, I had a very good pickup with, with stuff. You did have some cool stuff. And, and Anto fun. and I are probably going to talk your ears off about what we've done. Really? Probably. Yeah, we'll see, time. though. Of Ooh, course. I can't Maybe. wait to hear all I the stuff. I bet you'll be surprised. I bet I won't be, because we're recording this after the show. And no, we're uh, not. We haven't set up the table yet. We're going to cover this with wonderful things. That that's right. Similar we, to last week. I certainly haven't just shot myself in the foot by saying a word that I thought meant one thing and then finding out it meant something else quite controversial. You probably won't do that. This episode. <laughs> probably won't do that either. Also, stay tuned to see if Ben makes it to the end of the episode. I'm he is dying. dying. Like I, I am old. I am bald, old, and... Uh, Full gold. of gold. He's Little the trifecta of OLD. In fact, I may not make it past this show because Floppy's going to get his knife out and try and eat me. Possibly. For my gold, Anto. Oh, yes. Okay. No, For my gold. I missed a step there somewhere. And semen. Um. Uh, if you like that, you can head on over to hackthedino.com as well and uh, be sure to like all our things. Uh, Discord, you can join our Discord uh, where all of Floppy's fans uh, hang out and tell him how good looking he is. Uh, <laughs> do you see that, Anto? What? Um, we had an individual join uh, our Discord the other day, and the first thing they said is, uh, Floppy, you're so hot. So uh, there you go. To which I replied, thank you. That was very I mean, kind of you. No lies no, I, detected. I didn't see that. <laughs> but uh, be sure to head on into our Discord. It's free. If you'd like to head on over to patreon.com backslash hack the dining, you can support us for as little as $2 a month. Uh, you get access to our Patreon-only channel, which is a hive of activity, I reliably assure you. Uh, yes. But if you want to be a Patreon producer, you get a bonus post-show uh, and get to uh, have your name read out when we remember which we do at the end of the show, and lots of other amazing things that you should definitely do. So head on over to hackthedino.com, like us on all the socials, be sure to like our videos, do everything in your power to make sure people see our face and hear our voice and feel our wrath. That's right. That went, okay. I don't, I, I do all of the top, all of the above, but... Floppy's a top, you heard it here <laughs> first. Uh, but not the wrath part. I don't do the wrath part. I'm all about wrath. I'm a nice guy. I'm not. Just ask me, I'll tell you. Go fuck yourself. Also humble. In fact, no, no, I'm not humble. No, yes, I am. I'm the best at it, actually. Floppy. Yes, mate. Um, we, we, we've got a, a little little competition. A we little do. competition between the dinos. You could call it that. What else I, could we call it? A challenge? It's not really a competition. It's more of a trouncing at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because it's not how it's voted. No. Floppy. What so, are we talking about? We are doing, uh, so Ben, Brayden, uh, Anto and myself are competing in a retro challenge. Now at the start of the year, back in, I think it was January, uh, we each went out for the day, well we went out together for the day and we each got $20, which, which <laughs> what was that for? Coda just put in the chat, let's ask Ant's mum, she'll know in response to all the floppy talk. Yeah, let's do it. Let's not. Uh, back, back on track, Back fellas. on track, Back though. on track. I, I like where that one was going. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. Down. Down to the UK. Uh, continue. 
just gonna. I, I just like Mysterium. to say, Anto, I had nothing to do with this. I'm just gonna end my stream in a minute. It's fine if it can continue. Uh, so yes, we all got twenty dollars. We went out and we could spend said twenty dollars on anything that uh, we, we deemed retro, which is two thousand eight or earlier, older. Uh, we can then uh, sell or trade those up those items to gain more things to sell and trade up until when we get to November and we all have an or an item or many items to which you guys get to vote on who ended up with the coolest stash. And I think we were discussing this, Floppy. Yes. If what we have planned around November the 17th-ish, mm-hmm. if all goes to plan, yes, uh, we may reveal them live to some people. Possibly. Possibly. Here in Ben's lounge room. Mm, probably not. But maybe. But there, there, is, there will is an empty be. chair over there. I can see it. There will be a reveal of what we purchase for our ill-gotten games in the $20 retro challenge. Ooh, ill-gotten booty. So, picking up from last time we spoke about this, uh, I managed to grab a PS2 copy of Warriors. Such a good game. Keep it's it. Such a great game. I've already got a copy. All right, don't keep But it. this was, I think, uh, $3. Uh, I also managed to get a PS2, which I need to get some AV cables for. Ooh, managed to found a power su- I've managed to find a power supply for 5 bucks, so I picked that up. I'm pretty sure i got a whole drawer full of AV cables. And I've uh, Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2. Sell and the AV cables for 300 bucks. All that cost me was uh, about $20. So I'm hoping Very I can nice. sell that bundle for about 60 to 70 bucks, which would be a nice uh, little windfall. I also picked up a original wooden puzzle of DuckTales. Huey, Dewey and Louie and the Beagle Boys. I got that for 2 bucks. I don't care if it sells or not because it's rad and I love DuckTales. Uh, but Ooh. got that for two bucks. I'm hoping like online one went for fifty dollars. I doubt I'll get anywhere near that, but um, it's pretty rad. I got a Marvel of uh, Marvel of Marvel it. of the Universe. Yeah, Masters of the Universe VHS uh, for four dollars. May have been a bad buy because it's VHS and they don't really sell for much. Oh mate, no VHS See, is where it's at. I, I, read, <laughs> I read Motu. On the run sheet, and was like, "Is this some kind of kaiju movie?" Yeah, Turns Masters, out Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe. Uh, so He Man, basically. Uh, also grabbed, well, ironically grabbed oh, that. Sorry, grabbed by the Ghoulies yeah. on Xbox for two dollars last see what, week. See what I did there? Uh, that was Rare's game that they made after was coming. Their first Xbox game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, I put it in my Xbox the other day. Real That's weird. Why? Real weird controls because your attack buttons are the directional. Oh, they're the directional. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's like Ape Escape. It's actually a rubbish game to play. Don't say that. I want to sell it for more. No, no, no. Than I mean, like, it, like you know what? How popular all the shit games get. Yeah, this this one's shit, and no one bought them. I'll be lucky to get five bucks for it. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I sold the Mighty Max playset for fifteen dollars. Nice. I bought bought it for five, so I made a t- little profit there. Very Again, good. I'm not announcing how much money I have in my kitty because um, it's embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassingly rich I know uh, Scrooge no, because I've already bought stuff and what I've realised as well is part of these big uh, bundles and stuff that I keep buying and picking up there's some stuff in there that I take out that I really want so <laughs> I'm going to have to include that I'm going to have to go through my list and go oh yeah I kept that oh yeah I kept that oh yeah I kept and that put it on the table. and put it on the table for the end of year thing uh, ridiculous uh, I haven't got any updates from Braden yet so that's a mystery I'm guessing not much Anto, how's your uh, retro challenge looking? Um, I had one person message me on Facebook about my Robotech comics. Yep. And after I answered his question, he didn't respond at all and has ignored me for a week. (laughs) So good? 
I mean, I guess it's more engagement than I've had in the last, like, three months for the retro challenge. So what? Cool. Uh, you got anything else that you've picked up? Anything you got your eye on? Anything you were uh, hoping to... There actually was something, and I can't remember what. Ooh. Oh, good. Yeah, good. that's that's how successful my retro challenge is going. Uh, yeah, no, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> One of the hardest things about Marketplace is people send a message going, oh, is this still available? And you go, yes, yes, it is. And then they just yeah. like, disappear. You Don't say you're going to reply with, maybe. <laughs> I had it depends if you reply. <laughs> I had a, a collectible figure that was complete put up on marketplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it came with these uh, two things uh, along with the figure and it was complete apart from the box. It was very mischievous uh, mischievous. Um, there were two items that come with the figure to make it complete. okay like two weapons. okay Someone sent me a message go oh hey, would you sell just one of the weapons? Stop. No, you feel like re- yeah, sure, no. but uh, funnily enough, it's the same price for the one weapon as well, it is for all of it. I almost replied and said, "Yeah, it's uh, like," and I was going to say ten dollars more than the actual price for <laughs> the whole thing. It's like who even thinks that? Who even thinks that? Oh, that's a complete one. I'll ask if you'll just sell that one, so mine's complete, and then he's stuck with it. Like you're a f- buy the whole thing, then sell off what you don't need. Exactly. That's how decent people do it. Oh, wow. Give it to a person who in need. Anyway. Floppy. Yes. Uh, how are you going? Nothing. I haven't done anything else. <laughs> no, you put some stuff up. No, I, no, I haven't. You put your ALF VHS up? Oh, I put them up for sale, but I haven't done anything. Oh, really? I put my ALF VHS up for sale, and I also put some Looney Tunes figures up for sale. Any interest? Nah. Not a one. And I also, <laughs> I remembered that I had another 3DS game to, or DS game to sell. 3DS game. But I can't remember what it was or where it is. <laughs> I've lost it. <laughs> So Townsie just said, example of a marketplace exchange, Nintendo DS bundle for sale. Message. Hey, do you have Manhunt on PS2? Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, it, also, it's ridiculous. yes, I do. Uh, so I've also decided after the October uh, Toy Fair, where I'm going to make one last push to sell as much of this stuff as I can and possibly spend all my money. Anything that I've got left over that I don't want, like, I don't know, a scuttle plush from the 1991 Little Mermaid movie, I'm marching straight into cash converters and going, hey guys, how much? And then we'll go, here is 30 cents. And I'll go, yep, cool, get it out of my house. It's it, it's a dirty plush. It's a problem, take it away. <laughs> it's a filthy plush. I don't know why the wing is stuck like that. <laughs> uh, uh, floppy. Yes, mate. What do you like doing besides going to hackthedino.com and subscribing to all our social medias where you can see us do pickups? You mean of... on things like Spotify? Yeah, yeah, Spotify. You like listening to us on Spotify? I, I do like listening and, to us on and Spotify. And Google and all the other podcast uh, apps? Sometimes. When do you know I... what you can do on Spotify? What's that? You can leave a five-star review. You can. And do you know what that does? It helps uh, us makes get us happy. Yeah, yeah. We get really, really happy. In fact, anyone who leaves a five-star review on Apple iTunes or Spotify or whatever, send us in a screenshot of it and uh, we will review... Feature it. Sorry, what? We'll feature it on the show. No, we, we, we will We will uh, uh, do whatever they want within legal parameters. We will review whatever you want. Tell us what you want us to review. I'll review it. And we will review it. Any movie, any game, any, any uh, interaction on... Whatever you want us to review, find us a video on YouTube and we'll review the comments because the comment sections are the best part of any review. And you watch how many reviews we get. Continue to leave positive reviews on our podcast. We'll be the fourth most downloaded podcast in Uruguay. 
Yes, correct. <laughs> official, official stats from Statsman. I'm Anto. down for that. Anyway, uh, yes. Floppy, what else can people do once they've uh, w- the gone to hackthediner.com and subscribed to all our things and uh, given us five-star reviews? You can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, yep, yep. Twitch, yep, YouTube, yep, iTunes, Stitcher. Um, so Game Boy Dad... I'm trying to figure out where you're looking to get. I'm just going to say Game Boy Dad in the chat has said, give Hack the Dino five stars and you can physically see Ben's ego getting bigger. I just want to dispel that Not from that rumor. view, but I can. That, there's nothing to be ego about down there, my friend. I was going to make a penis joke as well. <laughs> um, it is physically impossible for my ego to be, get bigger. Lies. My, my ego will destroy us all. And please review Chrono Trigger, but only saying negative things. Sure, okay. I'll do it right now. I'll do it. Chrono Trigger. It ends. That's the only negative thing about it. Hasn't had a remake. <laughs> yeah, that too. There you go. Two things. You warned you to that, that two one, remakes? Townsie. What are you talking about? Uh, Floppy. Yes. You want to talk about something else? I do. Was that what you were trying to get me to? Yeah. Yeah, that was real weird. I did not pick up on that. Yeah, okay. Unlike um, you. Sorry? I said that's unlike you. Didn't pick up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he never answers the phone. What are you talking about? Never answers the phone. Uh, we thought we would have a look at uh, the best year in gaming. Per decade, because it's too hard to pick one at all. 2017, 1998, 1986. 1997. 97? What's 97? FF7. Final Fantasy VII. So what I did is I thought we'd look at each decade from the 1980s, have a look at the notable consoles, pick a few years and look at what released in that year, what it meant to us, and then try and... Sorry, sorry. What is going on in the live chat? I don't know. What what is going on? You're talking about how big my ego is. What the hell? I'm pretty sure you just told them how big it is. No, I just said it couldn't get any bigger. Which I mean, insinuates that it's humongous. <laughs> no, well, who knows? Size is relative. Your Honor. Uh, That's what she said. No, like, just, just, can't, just, just, there's a fine line between ego and confidence. I'm just very fucking confident, all right? <laughs> so, yes, join our Patreon. You two can be insulted <laughs> by Ben. That is the second tier of our Patreon. Uh, of our Patreon, you can get insulted by Ben and made to feel threatened. <laughs> Ego is apparently the biggest factor in hair loss. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Or should I say toupee? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to look at a few different decades. We're going to pick some years out of them, and then between us, and feel free to jump out in the chat as well. We're going to try and decide which. Uh, year from which decade was the best in gaming for us? Yes, because there is no right answer, is there, Ben? No, it's all subjective. All right, all right. so 1998. No, okay, <laughs> Metal Gear. <coughs> solid. Metal Gear. The Dragon. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, okay, so 1980s. So first of all, some notable consoles from the 1980s. We notable. Had... No, most notable is only two people in this room were born in the 80s. So. Yeah, <laughs> probably two people in this chat as well. <laughs> Uh, so notable consoles was we had the Nintendo Entertainment System, which yeah. sold sixty-one million over its life. Uh, the Master System, which won, uh, which sold thirteen million. Mm. The Atari twenty-six hundred, which I did not realize, thirty million. Yeah, I didn't. But I mean, that did start in the seventies, but it was mainly around in the eighties. But you look at the NES, only came out in nineteen eighty-five, so there was so half, the half the decade there. Decade, yeah. uh, when did Fun the Master fact, System come out? Actually, the Master Sorry? System is still purchasable in Brazil. Correct. What? Yeah. Yep. Still in circulation over there. Master system. Yep. yep. Like still being produced. Yep. Yep. Made new. Correct. Yep. Why do you not own one, Anto? That's awesome. 
Because they're fucking expensive. They are. It's like the IQs. Oh. Like, ridiculous. The what? The IQs is uh, the Nintendo systems that are available over in China. I didn't know that was a thing still. I've got a SP IQ up there. They go for big money. The Nintendo 64 in China was just a controller with a Nintendo 64 inside and yeah. preloaded games. It's amazing. Uh, why was that? Uh, Licensing to, and yeah. anti-piracy yeah, okay. protection. Yeah, All right. It's a weird one. So anyway... Looking at the 1980s, I've picked three years that stood out to me. We'll see what uh, what the guys think. So, 1985 stood out because you had Super Mario Brothers, which yeah. we could say 1985, and that was the that's when the NES came out, right? It's also the year of Back to the Future. Back to the Future, but it is 1985 is the the year that gaming came back after the crash of what 82, 83? I think it was was it 83. Mm-hmm. Where it crashed and everyone thought that was yep. it. Video games are dead. 1985, NES came out, Super Mario Brothers came out, and gaming was brought back into households and was big again. So, some would say <laughs> notable. So, you had Super Mario Brothers, we had Gauntlet, we had Ghosts and Goblins, we had Gradius, we had Ultima 4. What was it? Were you eating it? Uh, sure. Eating. Is that how you. Ma- Jazz, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wow, that was disturbing. Uh, I feel a little queasy. <laughs> Continue. But yes. So, <laughs> of Super Mario, Ben, we know what you think about Super Mario Brothers. I just made out with it, so. Yeah, we really know what you th- Ben has never kissed anyone in his life, says Game Boy Dad. That's just what he thinks it looks like. Kissing <laughs> takes too long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Once again... Jazz, yeah, my apologies. <laughs> she doesn't watch the show, it's fine. I know. I mean, Game Boy Dad, like, licking cartridges and box video games is just how Game Boys are born, right? Oh. I don't know. It's cartridge doesn't work I was going to get a fuckboy joke in there, but I don't know how it's going <laughs> to But yes, uh, Super Mario Brothers is... Now, did you get onto Gauntlet, Ghouls and uh, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius or Ultima 4? I've played those games. They all pale in comparison to the brilliance that is Super Mario Brothers. I thought you would say that. So, <laughs> was Super Mario Brothers the first Mario game that you played? It was the very first game that I played. It was the very first, so that is quite important to you. You would like say this here. The reason this uh, box, this this copy of uh, Super Mario Brothers that I have in my hands mm-hmm. is in an acrylic case is because this is my original Super Mario Brothers game. So it has your save file on it. This is my save. Well, it, Mario Brothers doesn't have a save file. No, but this but is like, it. This, 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 this is, is your game that you played. My childhood game that I played more than any other game ever. Uh, and it's in the case. I've told my daughter, yeah. when I shuffle off this mortal coil, I don't care what happens to all my video game stuff. Ditch it, sell it, do whatever you want. I just want her to keep this. That's it. That's my one hope that she I keeps this. can't wait this. That for like 30 years from now. She's going to have it as a paperweight on something. Or I don't care. I'll propping, be dead. A, propping a door open. I will not know. What about you, Anto? Is anything there stand out to, to you as something that is uh, important to you or has a notable uh, an impact on your life? Um, I wouldn't say impact on my life because I wasn't born. <laughs> Daughter cloned me Forget from about a special that, actually, clone yeah. into this cart. <laughs> Um, out of the games listed for 85, I think the only one I've really finished is Ghost and Goblins. Yeah? You yeah. finished Ghost and Goblins? Yeah. What is... How, wow. Why, why do you like hard games? Why? Yeah, but he does it's like just, hard games. It, it feels good to finish hard things. That, no, no, no jokes. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> no not what I meant. Okay. But like, uh, it's, just, it's rewarding to finish difficult games. <laughs> 
So like me, me not being a big Nintendo guy, Super Mario Brothers was a game that I played at friend's house that introduced me to what console games were, but I didn't have a console. You were a PC guy. Uh, well, I, my dad had a PC. Not in 1985. I yeah. had nothing. I had a stick and a hoop. Uh, but yeah, so then we thought we'd look at 1986. Now, 1986 is highly regarded as one of the best years of gaming ever, wasn't it? Correct. Because we had... <laughs> this is just a smattering. You had Metroid. You had Dragon Quest. Legend of Zelda. Castlevania. Kid Icarus. Was there anything else you can think of you would like to add to that list, Ben? Uh, Hoop and Stick's pretty good. Hoop and Stick's pretty good. But yeah, uh, Andrew, how does it feel to know that Metroid and Castlevania, same year, 1986, can you imagine... No, it, like if if me as a person could transport my like five to seven year old self back to when these games came out, he'd be very happy. Very happy boy. Legend of Zelda, Kid Icarus as well. Like Kid Icarus being the show that like it doesn't have to be a huge big game to uh, um, to actually make an impact and then and, and keep going. Legend of Zelda is obviously the start of something that is to this point, like to this year, still growing. Imagine Breath of the Wild, but in a top-down adventure game. And that's it. And that's it. It's, it's that, isn't it? It's literally, there you go, have fun. Go fun in these giant worlds that you can go anywhere in. Yep. At any time. Um, and Metroid. Metroid and Castlevania, obviously, starting what we now know as the, as the Metroidvania style of games. Like, that's amazing. 1986. Um, 1987? This was a... This is my favourite year of the 80s, for sure. This is your favourite year? So we got Contra? And it's not just because Final Fantasy came out. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to leave Before anyone that. says. Contra, Punch-Out, Punch Mega out. Man, Final <sighs> Fantasy, Double Dragon, Metal, Metal Gear, Gear. Metal Gear. And Fantasy Star. Like, that is a whole lot of uh, the beginnings of a lot of cool things that have come out in mm-hmm. 1987. Uh, all right, Anto, go. Your standouts. Oh, like, obviously, Final Fantasy 1 is not something I played at launch, obviously, because I was born wasn't you know, three years later. Um, I did play the original and finish it before playing Final Fantasy 8 and 9. Okay. So I was about to say, before first. I was born. Yeah. In utero. Um, but yeah. honestly, the two standouts for those, for me, are Punch-Out mm. and Mega Man 1. Excellent. Because I have played Punch Out probably more times than I can count. <laughs> See, mine was Double Dragon. Now I didn't play it on. Uh, I didn't play it on a console. I played it on the PC. But Double Dragon uh, was the thing that I would go to. I was allowed to play it, and I thought it was like an adult game. It was the tits. <laughs> Literally, there was yeah. those. Those were in there. And uh, so the thing to me, is, so I that, felt like I was a little kid. I was playing something that I probably shouldn't be allowed to play. That original Double Dragon. I don't know if you've played it recently, but that's a bad port from the arcade one. Double Dragon 2, however, is fantastic. Well, I, I don't know because I never played the arcade one. Oh, right. The arcade is really good. I only ever played... Um, the NES the, version? No, oh, well, I don't know. The port of the... It was on the PC, so I'm assuming it was a port of the NES version. Right. Uh, that's all I ever played. So that was, to me, the best version of Double Dragon I'd ever played. Uh, and of course, Metal Gear. But at the time, I had no idea what Metal Gear was. It wasn't until many, many years later that I would figure that out and decide that that was awesome. But yeah, so if we're, those are the three years I picked from the 80s. So many, if, many years, so huh, kept you waiting, huh? <laughs> Very nice. So if we were to pick, Ben, some moments from the 80s that you think would go together to make the best year in gaming. I would say the 80s were pretty good. <laughs> are you going to go with the Metal Gear year? No. 
No? Of course are, I'm not. I'm going are you going Mario. with the common... I'm going with the most influential game that was ever created, Super Mario Brothers. You're going with 1985? Yep. 1985. Okay. It's actually technically 1986, but I'm saying 1985 because I'm a fanboy. Yes. Uh, Anto, what would you choose between 1985, 86 and 87? See, my, my heart wants to say 87 for obvious reasons. Yeah. But the original Castlevania is still so fun that I cannot pick between 86 and 7. I'm, 86. I'm going to go... 86. 86. Yeah, I'm going to go 1986. I mean, when you've got Metroid, you've got Legend of Zelda, and you've got Castlevania, all in the one year. Yeah. That started, like, um, that started franchises that are still going right now. Well... Which I know Mario does as too, but... Mario there's, like... The, the NES was a weird one because they, they came back... You know, they brought gaming back to, like, the mainstream, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there were arcade ports and, like, short games as well. And I've got very fond memories of, like, you know, like, content creators on the internet and people that I know from my childhood who were a bit older who remember playing, like, Castlevania when it came out. And they were shocked that the bat at the end of stage one wasn't Dracula and the game kept going. Like, huh. this is the point where games started becoming long-form things, even back in the 80s. Yeah, and it wasn't just an hour-long thing that yeah. was hard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, the NES created the phrase Nintendo hard, but, you know. <laughs> Shut up. It's generally me <laughs> All right, when so... I play Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. So are we in agreement that 1986 is the best game in gaming for the Hell 1980s? yeah. All put right. It, put it on our Wikipedia when someone writes a, us our Wikipedia, please. Michael Towns? Michael Towns. Michael Towns, Michael write Towns. our Wikipedia. I mean, uh, probably 1986 <laughs> is the year of gaming in the 1980s. According to Hack the Dino. According to Hack the Dino, which is, of course, we know the penultimate of all ideas and opinions. Uh, moving on to the next one, to 1990s. Anto, you're alive. Congratulations. You birthed. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, notable consoles, uh, of course, are the SNES, which sold 49 million. Hell yeah, my boy. Uh, Mega Drive, 30 million. Yeah. Sega Saturn, hey. 9 million. Yeah. Uh, the OG PlayStation, oh, we can skip over 102 million. Nintendo 64, 32 million, which I was really surprised. I thought that was a lot closer to the PlayStation. Nah. Really? No, no. Only, I've, never looked, I've never looked at them, but I just the amount of people that I knew that had a Nintendo 64. However, Nintendo 64 and GameCube now are really sought after because yes. they had a great library of games, especially the GameCube. Man, what a an amazing I game know. system that is. No, everyone thought it was shit. You know, out of all the retro consoles I've got in there, I play my GameCube the most. I sat down and played yeah. the Star Wars games on them the other day. Oh, uh, Rebel Assault. Ro yeah, yeah. Or Rogue Squad. No, Rogue it was Rebel Squadron. Assault. Uh, yeah. Um, amazing console. It had it had uh, film realistic FMVs. Mm. Ridiculously good. Man, what a console. I'm going to play it again this weekend. Anyway. Also coming out in the 90s was the Dreamcast with 9 million sold. Well, at least they tried. They you did. Know? And those 9 million consoles made the 9 million owners the happiest people <laughs> I was ever. waiting for it. I don't care what anyone says. That system <laughs> is... Probably the purest form of video game from the 90s you can get. It's honestly the most... This is a system for people who just fucking love games. All That's, 9 million of them. Yeah. All of those uh, 102 million that bought PlayStations were just, you know, 
composers. A lot of them were probably listening to CDs on them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was a CD player. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Which you couldn't do on the uh, Dreamcast. Yeah, you could. Could you? Yeah, if you mod it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 90s is hard because there was a huge jump in tech in the 90s, which meant a huge... The jump. graphic jump was huge. Yeah, was phenomenal. Which like meant- now, you put a PS4 game in the, alongside a PS5 one, you get, yeah, okay, oh, there's yeah. a little bit, but yeah. you put a, PS, a PlayStation game alongside, say, a SNES game. Yeah. Or, or a, a, 60, Nest, or a, a 64. Nest, a 64. And you're like, whoa. Well, I mean, look at Resident yeah. Evil on the 64. Yes. And Resident Evil 2 on 64 and Resident Evil 2 on the PlayStation. Like, it's phenomenal that they existed yeah. at the same time. Limitations. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, so, it actually got really hard because the, there were so many notable jumps in tech and therefore jumps in things that uh, impacted gaming in the 90s. Uh, so, I've got a few neat, I've got a number of years. So, 1992, uh, we had things like Super Mario Kart. We had Wolfenstein 3D on the PC and then on a bunch of other stuff. We had Mortal Kombat came out in 1992. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Uh, Streets of Rage 2. A Link to the Past. And one that I put in there because no one else played it, but I did. June 2. Where's Street Fighter 2? Was that 1992? That was... Oh, it might be... No, Street Fighter 1 was 89. No, it'd be 91, 92. 91, I think. Street Hang Fighter on. 2. Hang on. But did it come out in a year where there wasn't much else? Who cares? Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2. Okay. Street Fighter 2, 1991. There you go. Oh, I'm sorry. There um, was 1991 with Street Fighter 2. And then 1992 with Super Mario Kart, Wolfenstein 3D, Mortal Kombat, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Streets of Rage 2, A Link to the Past, and June 2. And yes, I know no one else played June 2, but I did, and it got me into RTSs, and it was amazing. But <laughs> Super Mario Kart, how much of a leap above actual, of just like original Mario Kart was that? Now, uh... Super Mario Kart. That was the, the original, original. The Super Nintendo one. Yeah. Super Mario 64 was the remake. Super, Super Mario 64. But then you got Wolfenstein 3D, which pioneered like first-person shooters. Mortal Kombat, which took uh, side-scrolling, like, side-scrolling beat-em-ups, um, fighting games to the next level. I am so excited that Jean-Claude Van Damme is playing Johnny Cage yeah. in the new one. You, you have no idea how, how eager I am to do that. Oh, I am very keen to. Um, Sonic Hedgehog 2, which I think... Is that your favourite, Anto? No. Of the original ones? Oh, well, Sonic fuck 3. that up. Sonic 1994. 3. Done. Um, so that's 1992. 1996, you're looking at Super Mario 64, Resident Evil, Diablo, Donkey Kong Country 3, Super Mario RPG, and Pokemon Red and Green. Yep. That's a hell of a year. So I'm reading ahead. I think we don't even need to question which is going to be the game of the decade. All right, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll go quicker. 1997, you had GoldenEye 007, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, Final Fantasy 7, Mario Kart 64. Fallout, Star Fox 64, Tomb Raider 2. Holy shit. Uh, 1998, we're looking at Metal Gear Solid. Uh, Half-Life, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Fallout 2, (laughs) Resident Evil 2, Starcraft, Tekken 3, Spyro. And then 1999, Soul Calibur, Gran Turismo 2, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Rollercoaster Tycoon... That game that no one could stop playing. Super Smash Brothers, Silent Hill, Age of Empires 2, Final Fantasy 8, Sonic Adventure. All right, so let's all say the year on the count of three. Ready? One, One two, three. Anto, did you say a year? Because he doesn't agree. Cause what, do you, what are you going 1997, because Final Fantasy 7 came out in 1997. Look, Fuck you, <laughs> firstly. That's fair. No, that, that's, a fa- um, that's fair. I was going to argue... Yes. For 
1999. Really? Yes. Why so? Because Soul Calibur, mm-hmm. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, which was a cultural fucking touchstone. No, you're right. It was. Smash Bros, which again created a genre cultural touchstone. Silent Hill, Age of Empires was huge. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy VIII, while maybe not as beloved as Seven, sold more copies initially in its first few months. And Sonic Adventure, which again, graphical leap ahead. First time you couldn't distinguish polygons in video games, and it pioneered like a genre of 3D action games from that point. But I'll say 1998, just look at those games again. So going on the basis of what you pointed out there. You're just pointing it out because of Kojima. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm pointing it out because you've got Metal Gear Solid, then Half-Life, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Resident Evil 2. Fallout 2. StarCraft. And skip the last two. I will argue (laughs) that... What were we looking at? 1998. Yeah. I will argue that Half-Life wasn't anywhere near as popular as Half-Life 2 was. Well, no, because it was the first, but it's what gets you hooked into the second, and the second is generally where they improve and perfect a game, and you've got Fallout 2, Resident Evil 2, and The Ocarina of Time, which is a sequel to probably the best Zelda game, Link to the Past. I mean, Link to the Past is the best Zelda game. Yeah, so what I'm saying is (laughs) that they've perfected those games Uh, as the sequels, as well as kicking off with Metal Gear Solid and Half-Life. See, and I was... Townsie's raised a good point. PC gaming was way more niche in the 90s, so yes. the majority of those games don't really count. I was... Uh, I was, I personally was <laughs> tipping between 97 and 98, purely because of GoldenEye, uh, and what it did for multiplayer stuff, though. Split screen multiplayer. Um, Final Fantasy VII, just because of what it did for RPG. Like, if, if we're talking from the heart, 97 takes it for me because of Seven, Symphony of the Night... And Star Fox. Yeah. But I'd agree with you there. But I'd yeah. say 97 was a more impactful year than uh, 99, yeah. personally. But like, like, in terms of widespread appeal, I'd argue for 1999, based on my experience. I guess we have to remember as well that Anto grew up in a different country where Sega was the more with dominant, more dominant. Um, yeah. console. Yeah. Um, whereas in Australia, we were very much Nintendo heavy. So yeah. a lot of us would have probably played more Nintendo games than, than the Sega. So we don't have that child uh, association. From 96 onwards. Yeah, and like uh, in the UK, I knew far more people with a PlayStation and a Dreamcast than a Nintendo 64. Yep, makes right. sense. I think we can call it, it was uh, majority voted, sorry, Anto, that we hit 998. <laughs> yep, I think so. As winning the 90s. for With a close second, we'll call it to 97 and 99. Yeah, and then 92 had Wolfenstein 3D, so it blows them all out of the water. I played that <coughs> game so much. Me too. Uh, which brings us to the 2000s. And of course, from the 2000s... No, no. The noughties. No, I can't say the noughties. That's dumb. I know it is. Say noughties. Say, no. say noughties for me, Floppy. Noughties. <laughs> we'll clip so that notable into an consoles. ASMR compilation later. <laughs> no, no, notable consoles is, to start off, the best-selling console of all time, to this day, never been beat, the PS2. 155 million. Yes, a lot of that was due to the fact that it was a DVD player and the cheapest and best DVD player on the market. And Sony counted like units sold twice. Yeah. So, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, the GameCube with 21 million. The Xbox with 24 million. PS3, 
again in the in the 2000s 87 million xbox 360 with 84 million and the wii the fastest selling console or did the switch take that out switch took it over ah damn it the for a long time fastest selling console with 101 million. I just want to quickly, quickly, quickly shout out Ghost Games as well, who gifted me a uh, Xbox with a, a chipped hard drive in it, which I was able to repair the broken disk, disk drive by swapping it out, and I now have a fully functioning chipped Xbox OG. So thanks, Ghost Games. I saw that whole list. I missed that whole conversation. And uh, yeah, and as Michael Town says in the live chat, you missed the Engage, the uh, talking taco. No, no, I didn't miss the Engage. I left it there. I left it where broken it was on the meant side of the road after it left, got hit by, which is just not being mentioned. <laughs> All right, so there's a number of years in 2000s also that were really cool. I got a little bit carried away. So in the year 2000, we had Diablo 2, Baldur's Gate 2, Majora's Mask, Final Fantasy 9, No Mercy, The Sims, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Skies of Arcadia, and Perfect Dark. All great games. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Leagues above what Tony Hawk's Pro Skater did, and that was amazing. Uh, you've said No Mercy, quite often the go-to wrestling game. Majora's Mask, up there, Final Fantasy IX. The Sims started a whole new sort of genre of gaming, which was amazing. And then you had 2001, you had Halo Combat Evolved. Still holds up. Still I played a couple up. of months back. It's S- still a great game. The story is amazing. It transformed multiplayer online, but probably more so with Halo 2, but anyway. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. Super Smash Brothers Melee, of which they still hold competitions in. Is that the one that's the most popular one to hold competitions? It's the GameCube one. Yes. Yeah. 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 Great game. I actually, I said I never hundred percented a game. I came closer to hundred percenting any game than I did with Melee because I was obsessed with the uh, the Gotcha Machine. You like get coins for battling and, and doing uh, okay. uh, things, and you put it in the gotcha machine. You get trophies, and the trophies had information about where they appear in Nintendo history and Nintendo mm-hmm. lore. And I just devoured all those factoids. So I was obsessed with getting it and getting all those trophies. I think I got 99.8% or something. I needed two trophies left and I never got it. I should go back and see if I still got that save, actually. Uh, Also 2001, after Super Smash Bros. Melee, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy X, Luigi's Mansion, Paper Mario, Conker's Bad Fur Day. If you were going to collect a series of games and you just got that game, all of those games, that's phenomenal. You'd also be broke. You would be broke. Yeah, it's true. Uh, followed closely by 2002 with Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind Super Mario Sunshine Eternal Darkness Metroid Prime Animal Crossing and we all know what that's still doing Grand Theft Auto Vice City Ratchet & Clank Mafia Hitman 2 I would argue that Animal Crossing has only entered the mainstream due to the latest Switch iteration because of the uh, pandemic you don't think it was popular well, I before? I was... don't think it would reach the heights that it's reached now and be in the common vernacular as it is now if it weren't for the Switch and the pandemic okay. I think I think that's a fair point. Like it's still a very successful series outside of, you know, COVID uh extenuating circumstances. But like it definitely wouldn't have reached the heights it did if people weren't looking for a cozy, calming, peaceful yeah. non crisis filled thing to safe do. Safe space game. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would argue like we can never tell, but I would argue had the pandemic not happened, that title would not be in this list. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Fair cool. I think All that's right. fair. Uh, 2005, we got Resident Evil 4. Wow. Amazing. Shadow of the Colossus, the game that keeps getting remade. Uh, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, awesome. God of War, start of another amazing series. Uh, Guitar Hero, Anto, in there for you. Uh, Psychonauts, Civilization 4, Jade Empire, and The Warriors. 
all, once again, fantastic games, some of which are like the pinnacle of their series. Um, and lastly, in the 2000s, 2009, uh, you have Batman Arkham Asylum, Uncharted 2, Demon Souls, Dragon Age Origins, Borderlands, Assassin's Creed 2, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. All of which are, once again, some of the best games in their series of games, or if not, kicking off massive series. So, my vote will be, quite honestly, for 2000. And primarily because, mm-hmm. again, this is personal vote, primarily because... No mercy. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, no. This is... Shortly after this is where I started to drop off video games because this is when Nintendo started to nosedive. Yeah. And while I still got each and every console, also girls. Uh, <laughs> which which For is... For them too? You're not allowed to do that. Well, in some states you are. But only for an hour. Uh, and no kissing. Uh, so oh, you know what? That's a benefit to you, mate. We've seen how you do that. Um, I'm going to be in so much trouble if Jazz ever watches. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's where I started to dive off. So like that was sort of like the GameCube launch. And after the GameCube launched and didn't do terribly well, I didn't. this was the first Nintendo console apart from you know when I was a kid. And didn't get it, that I didn't get it at launch. Yeah, uh, I got it down the line, and it was more out of a. I, I feel, I feel like it should. Yeah, um, to the point where I gave away my original game. Actually, no, a girlfriend at the time bought it for me, and I gave that away and just bought another one for ten bucks elsewhere. Uh, Townsie, two thousand one was GTA three. Uh, all right, case. so my my vote's in for two thousand. Mine flicks between 2009 and 2001. I have big trouble with this because like 2001, you've got things like Halo, you've got things like Super Smash Melee, you've got Luigi's Mansion, Paper Mario, things like these are super iconic that did amazing things for gaming. But then 2009, Batman Arkham, Uncharted 2, Demon's Souls, Dragon Age, Borderlands, like so many, like I'm going 2009. Anto? I am a little stuck. Um, 2009, like, I played, I played more new, this is a weird thing to to think about, but like, I played more new games between, I mean, not including, you know, recent years, played more new games between 97 and 2000, I'd say probably 2005, than any time from 2009 to about 2016. Which is a very strange thing to think about, and time's awful and I'm going to die soon. I'm 33 in a month and a bit. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, look out. Oh, 33. Um, oh, no. For, for this selection of years, I don't think I can choose between, for personal reasons, 2000 and 2001. Okay. And for, like, the impact the games had after release between 2001 and 2005. All right. So you're saying you can't pick between... So you've named 2000, 2001, 2005. I named 2009. Ben named 2000. So 2000 gets it. Okay. He's got two votes. Yeah. So, I mean, my reasoning for 2000, and I realize we are... Maybe going to go over tonight, which is, I guess, fine. As long as I'm back for work at 10.45. Oh, so you're the only one who has to be somewhere, buddy. <laughs> um, 2000, Diablo 2 and Baldur's Gate 2 were crazy popular, even considering like the smaller amount of people playing PC games compared to like PlayStation 1. 
Uh, Majora's Mask. Hugely desired sequel to Ocarina. Could argue it's the better game. But... I would uh, not argue. Um, really? I love Majora's Mask. Yeah. No Mercy, again, a cultural thing. Like People would gather on weekends, have sleepovers, order pizza, play video games all night. You can't argue it didn't have like a cultural impact. Uh, the Sims, like Floppy said, created a new genre of simulation mm. games, which people are still obsessed with today. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, mind-blowingly soundtrack. better than the first one. It's one of the only games I've ever heard music in. Yeah. Uh, Skies of Arcadia, fantastic. Most people didn't play it. And Perfect Dark, like the sequel to GoldenEye. Like, yeah. Yeah, Someone would you, say better then. Yeah. And then 2001, Halo. Like, you could argue 2001 is the most influ- most influential like year of gaming purely because of Halo and what it did. And what the impact it had on gaming yeah. as a whole. All right, we're going to have to keep moving. So we're going to give it to 2000, but there is a lot that happened in the 2000s across them uh so into the 2010s we're gonna we're just stopping at the 2010s because well we're not finished with the 2020s yet so notable consoles in the 2010s ps4 117 million uh units sold xbox one 51 million units sold wii u 13 (laughs) not million just 13 no just 13 units sold uh switch 125 million units sold so far uh so far so 2010 and that's really close to playstation isn't it it's really close um, 2010, we had Red Dead Redemption. Amazing game. Do you reckon that's why they haven't announced the Switch 2 yet? Maybe. Because they want to see if they Ooh, can catch maybe. it. Maybe. That's a good point. Uh, we had Mass Effect 2, StarCraft 2. We had Limbo, Metro 2033, Pokemon <sighs> Heart Gold and Soul Silver, Super Mario Galaxy 2, and Call of Duty Black Ops. There are some bangers in there, man. Oh. Why are you scrunching your face up? Because I already want to pick 2010. <laughs> But like then I'm looking at 2017 and I'm like, oh, but that I would also say, needs it. Pokemon Soul Silver, only Pokemon game of the like pre Switch that I finished. Good game. That's, That's a good game. reason. That's what I started on. So I feel like I probably started. You on peaked a, early. Yeah, yeah, I peaked early. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, 2011, we've got Skyrim, like game you can play on fucking everything, even a fridge. Dark Souls, The Witcher 2, Batman Arkham City, Final Fantasy 13. And two. 13 2. Or is it just 13 2? Just 13 2. Uh, Dead Space 2. Minecraft.